0: All right, so here we are, guys. We got our first guest, Mr. Dom Frederick, the director of morale for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I'm going to show or throw it to our cub expert, Brian, to uh, introduce him. Awesome. Well, Dom, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, I'm going to let yourself. I'm going to let you
1: introduce yourself to start here. Um, I know you've been the director of morale around starting in about 2014 on Twitter, correct?
2: Yeah, it's been. This is coming up as my eighth season. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah, he's, he's gained a lot of traction on Twitter. He has about 17,000 followers, all that diehard Cubs fans who want to, who want to direct us in the right direction, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I know. I I know all of us look towards you. I don't want to say I'm, I'm honored to have you on, but, but this is going to be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for having
2: me. Uh, This is honestly the first, I've done a lot of podcasts. I've never done one with, I mean, like blatantly in enemy territory. So, um, <laughs> that, I mean, that's fine. It's a new challenge. But, uh, again, thanks for having me on. Uh, for people that don't know, I'm assuming there's – probably I mean, this, if you have the audience that I'm assuming, you, probably 75%, 80% of your audience absolutely hates me. So, you pretty much know uh, – I mean, I like to make jokes about the Cubs and about baseball. I am a biased um, fan that is – unrelenting in terms of my belief in the Chicago Cubs and I'm not really going to change. So
0: um,
2: I appreciate for those Brewers fans that do, I mean, either follow along or, you know, shadow, follow me along, whatever you want to call it. Um, I appreciate it. You potentially have seen myself before. I'm basically just trying to, do, I don't know, bring a positive light to baseball and make jokes and be sarcastic and pretty much be ridiculous because it's Twitter. It's not, uh, you're not talking in front of a grand jury. So, um, that's pretty much what I'm all about. And,
1: uh, thank you again for having me tonight. Yeah, of course. Tom um, yeah, thanks for the, thanks for the nice intro there. I guess we're going right to, I, would, into I it. would
3: like to, uh, touch on that real quick. Just what you said there as, as a Brewer fan, uh, I am very excited to have you on. And the fact is, I, I hate that. I love you is what, the, is what it is. <laughs> well, because, uh, you. What a, you know, cause I, uh, I would love to do the exact same for the Brewers because it seems like every time on Twitter when things start to go wrong, uh, we always assume the worst. And every time I see you tweeting for the Cubs, you guys could be down about 15 to nothing. And I see something about how you're uh, <laughs> pumped for your Cubs. And uh, I really respect that. And I hate that I love you more than I uh, hate you in general. So Well, thank you. I'm glad I to have I'm yeah.
2: I appreciate it. Again, I mean, I don't, you know, I understand that people are not going to favor everything I say uh i totally understand that if i was a, if i was a fan from an opposing team i wouldn't like me either i say that all the time I, I wouldn't i wouldn't like me either but the fact that you appreciate um i appreciate your appreciation so thank you thank you
1: yeah, Before good down, a, i mean there's a i think there's a real reason he appreciates us because we pay their bills oh uh, <laughs> yeah i mean that's
2: true I mean, when you're paying the bills you know what? i wasn't even go there i wasn't even gonna go there with the subway i mean i i wasn't even gonna go there but maybe hey, I if you could just pay if you
3: could just pay them for a couple more years we could really use a third basement so i mean, just okay. keep, <laughs> keep, keep it no, we're working on it dude I I, keep we're, we're
2: working on it right now we're in the middle of a pandemic and people are still <laughs> trying you know fighting tooth and nail to get you know tickets to miller park whatever the name of your stadium is now i don't yep. even know
1: yeah <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. We'll get into the Brewer talk later, Dom. I want to talk Cubs with really you quick. Yeah, it's been a interesting offseason, to say the least from a Cubs perspective. Um, I want to start with. I mean, it's your man Theo's league. It sucks. I think most Cubs fan at least thought he was going to wait out his last year of his contract. He's gone. Um, you're you're the morale guy. You got you got to keep our, our morale up. What do you What are you thinking about that?
2: You know, obviously with Theo, he is a iconic figure. I mean, he was the, I don't want to say driving force of morale, but he was one of the main guys where you could kind of uh, have that ace in the hole or, you know, the whatever in your back pocket to be like, yeah, we have Theo who's running the ship. And it gave you a lot of confidence as a Cubs fan, confidence that as a fan base, we never had before. Um, And we never had like a face to uh, the administration or the top of the franchise was through the Tribune. And it didn't you know, there, there wasn't like a true sense mm-hmm. of leadership at times. Grand, you had Jim Hendry through the 08 and 09 years. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, there was never that true face. There was never a true plan. It was just kind of, let's throw it up against the wall. Let's sell uh, as many tickets as we can. And we'll move forward from there. And Theo was obviously the opposite when he came in. And he was pretty consistent. Yeah. With that, um, to a fault, I mean, the fact that he was so hell-bent on the guys who were on the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he admitted it many times. He he potentially fell in love with too many guys. I can't fault him for that. It was still It's still been a you know really good run over the past six or so years. And mm-hmm. uh, he was human. I think that's what a lot of people appreciated. That's what I appreciated about him. He was human. He liked to interact with the fans. You saw him after the world series, whether he's watching games, the bleachers, so on and so forth. And yeah, I mean, he was the driving piece of route. He was the first, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, not to talk about myself too much, but like, he was the first, uh, piece of merchandise I sold was Theo's league. And that's kind of what started everything up, honestly. And, um, I think now to transition, we have the, a pretty interesting opportunity an opportunity you don't see a lot of where you have the guy who is working hand in hand with Theo, mm-hmm. um, making the, calling the shots now, and he has the opportunity to see what Theo did right, obviously what Theo did wrong, and build on top of that where, in off, often when you have a transitional phase at the top of your organization, you know, one guy leaves and then you have a fresh set of eyes coming in. And normally, it's just human nature, that person needs to be like, you know, this is the way I do it, I'm gonna change everything up. And that's not necessarily gonna be the case here at Grant. Jed's a different man than Theo, but there's going to be a lot of similarities, and I'm just excited for Jed to build off of Theo's strengths and weaknesses. And I'm looking yeah, forward for to sure. it. We'll see what happens after uh, <coughs> the
1: offseason ends, kicking it into 21. We'll see. For sure. For sure. And like you said, it's hard to argue any any Cub fan, That's this last six-year stretch is, I mean, it's hard to argue it's not the best in franchise history. And you've been adamant on Twitter against people who are going against Theo. And like you said, he's made his own mistakes. There's the Hayward signing, yeah. the Quintana trade, fine. But, I mean, what we were before to what we are now is we're all of a sudden we're a winning franchise. And that's what Theo did. Yeah. It was Theo's league. I mean, it, yeah. it, and it's hard to argue. Man. No, no, you
2: can't argue it. I mean, it, it's just really the identity of everything. It's the fact that now we went from a franchise to being from being the lovable losers who wanted to have a good time to now having the expectations mm-hmm. of winning on top of the atmosphere that Wrigley presents. And that's yep. something special. I mean, Again, I don't mean to toot my own horn, and you know, I'm not trying to do it in front of Brewers fans. I'm trying to be respectful, <laughs> but um, it is just different here. I'm sorry, it just is, and Theo's a part is. of that. But <laughs> on top of the on top of the atmosphere, so um, it was a memorable run. I knew it was. I mean, we all knew it was going to come to an yeah. end someday. Um, but I think we're luckily lucky enough to have the opportunity uh for Jed to take over and again yep. as I've been saying build off of what Theo did and make it even better hopefully mm-hmm.
3: we'll see yeah yeah Brent yeah Dom, question for uh just wondering here so with your new GM um what do you what do you want to see out of him this off season? like what would you as a Cub fan consider a success for any off season moves
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you could probably speak to it as a fan of an opposing team if you were going to, you know, point out the Cubs' weaknesses. I think they're pretty blatant to the fact that we just need the opportunity to, again, this is going to sound like a meatball take, but simply make consistent contact on a routine basis and have guys that can produce on top of that. And, I mean, I hate to say it, like, I love Kyle to death, but he is, like, kind of case in point for – the hitter that the Chicago Cubs don't necessarily want. They want a guy who can produce, but also make contact. A guy like Nico Horner, a guy like Jason Hayward, a guy like even Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo when they're right, guys who on average are gonna have a neutral to sub K rate in the major leagues. And that's so important. It's the Ben Zobris model going back to 2016. Uh, and I think Jet is going to do exactly that. I mean, again, I love Kyle Schwarber. He's my goddamn left fielder. I can't say it enough. But <laughs> he's case in point to the fact that we needed a change on a uh, holistic level throughout the lineup. So if they can find guys who can supplement the roster and diversify mm-hmm. the skill set in different ways, ways we haven't seen potentially since 2016, I think it's a plus. And it doesn't mean that you have to go out and sign the top three agents. but with in a suppressed market, you're going to have the opportunity to sign guys that um, have been non-tendered, have been have their have had their club options decline. So it's going to be very interesting, and um, I think Jed can can uh, pounce on top of that with, without having to break the bank because of the
1: economic situation we're in in baseball today. Yeah, no, Dom, I really agree with that. that was back to my next topic. we moving on to Schwarber. It's your goddamn left fielder. Everyone knows yeah, that. It is. Um, but what was it a five, six million dollar tender we we're gonna have to pay him? Yeah, it was a little...
2: between seven and nine. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then he's he was part of a World Series team. Maybe draft him yeah. coming up. I mean, you know, it'll be a Chicago Club for life, but I, I don't know. I wanted your feelings on it. Would you think it was the right move? Do you think I mean I don't know I, yeah. you know, I think I think really what it it goes back to what I originally said.
2: Like, yes, could you pay Kyle Schwarber seven to nine million dollars to play left field in the final in the final year of his deal? Absolutely, but mm-hmm. is it what you want on the grand in the grand scheme of things? Granted, I still believe in the player. I still believe in Kyle. He's going to mm-hmm. get 30 home runs. He's going to play decent defense. He's going to be a great clubhouse guy. Yada, yada, yada. And he can build on top of his skill set. Especially, mm-hmm. especially, and no one's been talking about it, but the fact that the rules are changing so rapidly to the point where we don't even know what the rules are for 2021. If yep. there comes a rule out where you can't shift in the four hole, Kyle Trover's stock has just increased astronomically. That um, is
1: true. That and, is and, true. And
2: if, if that ever happens, he's going to be an absolute game changer. So, I mean, is there a potential where he comes back, maybe maybe goes out for a couple of years and, and plays well in the um, – you know, if he doesn't re sign right now, um, he comes back and there's a change in the rules. I know I'm just talking crazy, but it could absolutely happen the DH is coming here all the, you know, um, uh, 10th inning, 11th inning rules. Uh, who knows? But I think holistically and systematically, they wanted to make a change and say, no, we're going to put our foot in the ground and we want to make a conscious effort to make. More consistent contact and find guys who can produce on top of that contact because you can't have a lineup where two through five are going to strike out between twenty five and thirty percent of the time. It's yeah. not sustainable, and mm-hmm. um, I think Jed sees that. And unfortunately, Kyle was the guy who had to take the fall for it. And I'll be the I'll be the biggest uh, cheerleader for him for the rest of his career, regardless of where For he sure, was. man.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure, Hunter. You're gonna say something.
0: I was just gonna say, uh, Dom. I've never heard a Cubs fan talk crazy before. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: hey, listen. You know, I try
2: to put things into perspective, and I know I might sound crazy at times, but I try to be the the guiding voice for uh, Cubs fans to try to reel it in, so you don't have too many of those situations.
0: But maybe, hey, Brian, I, I you're I the leader.
2: Add on. Maybe I just you're add sure on. the leader. I'm an accelerant for the problem. <laughs> hey, yeah, Dom. I'm I'm gonna- gonna- I got a quick Honest, question. On, oh, honestly,
0: man. though, Brian is the craziest Cubs fan in terms of this <laughs> wild mess I've ever heard. So it's actually a, uh, kind of like refreshing to hear, like, true statements.
2: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I feel like I'm re- – I, I feel like for the people that follow me, honestly, for the people that have been following me for years, I think they understand the sarcasm in everything that I say or a mm-hmm. lot of things that I say coupled with objectivity – uh, along the way and for for fans that truly follow i think they see that but if you just see my tweets pop up on your team <laughs> once or twice a week you're gonna think i'm an absolute crazy person yeah. i very well might be but uh, i feel like i do a decent job giving uh objective insight on the team and being honest at times without being an absolute wet blanket uh through 162 games
0: yeah and that's that's honestly in my opinion anyway the best balance of a fan where you can be sarcastic and be very much on your team, uh, mm-hmm. but also if they're you know messing up along the way, but like you know you'll admit it. That's yeah, not, that's not like Brian. So absolutely. <laughs> well, hey Brian, it's all right,
2: Brian. Hey, you gotta love something, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah for right? sure. We're <laughs> about
2: morale all for you, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it.
1: Brent, you're gonna say something before I move on.
3: Yeah, so we're talking about Schwarber and Dom. I gotta be out front with you right now. Um, yeah. If I see you know, if, if I were to ever see Ryan Braun in Cubs pinstripes, I, d- I don't think I'd be able to live on this planet anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. and with talking about Schwarber, you, you do have a, a gap in left field now. So let's say the worst happens and and you guys are interested in Braun. What what would your, uh, what would your thoughts be on that? Because I mean, I'm going to be, I, I don't think I'd be able to handle that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I, um, I mean, Ryan Braun just like is such an easy target for Cubs fans. I feel like I don't lay into him uh, as much as other people do because I have, you know, uh, my boy, your right fielder, um, who I, you know, I give (laughs) give a decent amount of, uh, you know, uh, shout outs to. So I try to, I mean, I don't mean I try to lay off Braun. I don't know. I would, I mean, honestly, if you want my answer, I would have to look at the numbers and just see if it makes sense. Um, I know he's an older guy. I think generally the Cubs wants, you know, athletic outfielders potentially move into left field. Uh, you know, with the Jackie Bradley news, potentially that might be a fit there. I think that's more of the role the Cubs are looking for. Um, and I mean, I know Cubs fans would not like Brian Braun. I mean, listen, yeah, <laughs> the guy cheated. He lied about it forever. I mean, am I going to crucify the guy? No, but. You know, he, he did what he did. He was trying to make his money, whatever. Um, Speaking about, but who knows?
3: Yeah, and about- I can I can definitely see where like uh, everyone hates on Braun, and I definitely get that. It's just like growing, like I grew up with him. You know, he he's yeah. like he's like how you guys view Sammy Sosa. It's, I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that like they're on the same talent level. I'm just he's like yeah. the best we've ever had, and I grew up with him. So it's like no matter what he does, it's like. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fine. He hits home runs, so I'm okay with I, it. I get man, it, man.
2: Uh, I, yeah. Dude, I get it. Uh, Sammy Sosa is the king. And yep. <laughs> I, um, I mean, listen, he's, he's my guy. He is what makes Wrigley Field special, what makes, uh, again, what makes this place different, the fact that he had the opportunity to have whatever, 40,000 people standing on their feet at every single at bat and he would literally hit home runs on command like he was hitting five hundred yard drives on the golf course. Is incredible. And there's nothing like it. Granted, yes, he took steroids, but you still gotta put the ball on the bat, you still gotta barrel it up. You still gotta, you know, hit these guys that are taking steroids themselves. And I totally understand where you're coming from, from uh from the Braun perspective. Um, Sammy Sosa is the king, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. Do I think the same for Ryan yes. Braun? No, but uh, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, should be the- Sammy should be in the Hall of Fame. He's the king, Mr. 609.
1: Yes, for sure, for sure. Before we leave Ryan Braun, I want to put the situation into your head, Tom. This is the only reason that maybe I would be okay with Ryan Braun and the Cubs. Ryan Braun, he's he signed him for, what, a few million dollars, one-year deal. He comes in and pinch hits, pinch hits once in a while. He comes in to pinch hit at Wrigley North and hits a walk-off home run. Do you know what that would do to Brewer fans?
2: I mean, Bring would, North destroy, I mean it would destroy them. <laughs> and it would be I mean, again, I'm not trying to dance on anyone's grave here. I'm trying to be respectful to the podcast and the audience.
1: Oh no, you can but, dance but Well this is this, be, is this is mean, it
2: would be incredible. Let's, would, let's dance now. Come on, on, let's dance. It would be incredible and then what would be even better is if like on their way out, like the uh, like Cubs were just handing out like Subway gift cards on their way out. That would be absolutely amazing. Or like that insurance company that you guys are promoting where if you, if you whatever, put in an insurance claim, you get like free season tickets, something like that.
3: I think um, I would, ha- I think I would have, have buy, to stop like, living. If yeah. you still- what, what'd you say? I think I would have to stop living if that happened. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. hey man, um, he brought up the
2: question. I did it. So, see, and this um, is, this is that, the problem. That would, happen, that would be absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm not, I mean, listen, I think today with the, our, uh, the, the economy of baseball and where we are, where the, the game is as a market is so up in the air and you never know what's going to happen. And again, I think whatever team is going to zig when everyone else, when everyone else is zagging. For example, the Mets are gonna be in such a great scenario. And if you're gonna add talent on a consistent regular basis that's available to you, you're getting a leg up on everyone else. So you never know what's gonna happen. And if Jed wants to turn the heel and just go for it, um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe add a guy like Ron, whatever it may be, uh, that would be good. But that's, that instance, specifically it would be amazing just to say, huh? <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, See, yeah the the funny thing dom is that <laughs> yeah. you thought you coming on here was you were going to get jumped by brewer fans but the the real thing is is brian's just trying to tee up questions that'll make everybody mad <laughs> so you can just get them <laughs> on <out> the <of> park <laughs> okay
2: fair enough hey man i pre- you know what i appreciate anyone that wants to that, that, that just wants to talk i have no yeah. i have no to but as i've been doing this there's some brewer fans that'd be like dude i you know I hate the Cubs, but I appreciate what you do, and I have a
0: soft spot mm. for those people in my heart. So thank you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, yeah, this this all sounds great. I mean, yeah, for sure. I yeah. was I was a little nervous, like you were just going to come in here and and be Brian number two, but I. This is- <laughs> no man, I
4: I
2: don't get I don't get a fair shake on Twitter, and part of that's my own doing. Um, but again, for people that have followed me. I think they understand the sarcasm that i yeah, That's getting That's literally what's driving me every single day to, to post tweets is to make people laugh. And that's that's the whole basis of
0: it. 100%. And that's what Twitter's for. I feel like when people are taking Twitter, like, to the most serious level is when they shouldn't be on the internet. Because when has Absolutely. Twitter ever been, like, the, like, be the truth of any <clears throat> sort?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> sure. I think it's so funny, too, when the Cubs lose to, I mean, literally we've had – the last, what, three three years, 2017, we win one game in the NLCS. 2018, we lose to the Rockies. We lose to the Brewers in game 163. We, we don't make the playoffs in 2019. We lose to the Marlins in 2020. And yep. after every single game, I tweet Cubs in four. And if that pisses you off and you get triggered by that, you have no sense of humor at all. Hundred percent. Hell yeah, I don't Dom. Dare we play after we just lost to the Marlins and scored one run, you have wrong with you? So, thank you. I appreciate the uh, yeah, uh, understanding of where I'm coming from. Thank you. Hell yeah. I hey, Dom, I got what...
3: I got one more question here for Dom, if you don't mind. Uh, Go ahead. So I'm talking about can't. See, I do not want to see Braun in a Cubs uniform. I want to I ask you about Schwarber. Is there one team out there that you just could not stand to see Schwarber oh. playing for?
2: I mean, I think, I mean, honestly, <sighs> White Sox fans are going to take this. I, I, I would have trouble um, watching him in a White Sox uniform. Just seeing, I mean, even though the rivalry with the Brewers and the Cardinals are bigger, there's this kind of, I mean, White Sox Twitter has this uh confidence about it's like a literal, I don't know. That their Twitter is like a rave. Like it just can flip flop and just get all electric one way or another. And if you have Kyle Torr hitting absolute tanks, kinda of like Eloy has against the Cubs the last couple of years. It doesn't feel very fun. So I would say I, I hope Kyle um does not sign with them uh wherever he ends up going. Um that that would be a team that would sing. And it's not that I don't like White Sox fans, it's just having it across town. Would uh be kind of painful, honestly.
1: Yeah, the in-city
0: rivalry has to. Yeah, work. for
1: sure. Yeah, for sure. Before we move off the off-season here, Dom, I want to talk about cut about Chris Bryant with you. Um, I know you see all the speculation on social media, and everyone's saying more likely than not he's going to get moved. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I don't know if it's the right decision or not. It probably depends what we get back for him. I want to hear your thoughts on that. I mean, he's probably the most he's, he was the most key, key figure for our 2016 run.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, from everything that I've heard, is that his uh, value within baseball circles is just really decreased. And the fact, mm-hmm. even what Boric said yesterday when he was saying that the Cubs have big plans for Brian Twenty One, I'm still not ruling out that he that a deal gets done within this next year because of again market suppression, the fact that he's been hurt the last couple of years, and I tweeted this out the other day, and I stand. By this, the fact that in a in a vacuum, he is the type of player the Cubs want, a guy who's going to st- strike out at a neutral rate, a guy that's mm-hmm. versatile, a guy when he's healthy can hit for power. There's all these boxes that he checks off, and the biggest hindrance has been this Scott Boris thing. And yep. if people can kind of take their medicine a little bit, if Chris Bryant can take his medicine and just say, listen, I'm probably not going to get a $200 million deal with how – the last couple of years have gone, then there's absolutely an opportunity for the Cubs to re-sign him. If he has a great, whatever, great 2021, who mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen? I still think mm-hmm. when you're looking at guys for who to extend, I firmly believe that the Cubs are going to try to find guys that can put the ball in play and produce on top of that. Where you see a guy like Hobby, who when Hobby's going bad, it is bad and I'll be the first one in it. It's bad when it's, when it's bad, when it's Chris Bryant, it's pretty much soft contact. Yeah. He's going to strike out, but it's not swinging at, you know, sliders that are seven feet outside the box. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's a guy who can still, we all know he can take walks. He can hit the ball for power when, when he's right. And he has a great presence for the strike zone. He can put the ball in play when he's right. So, I still think he's a fit for this team and I I'm, I'm not selling the idea that he's not going to re-sign
1: here potentially come 2021. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And I I don't get the reason of why we don't this lock can only go up like you said. Why not let him why not let him at least play the first part of first part of uh, 21? If he does well, great, we're going to trade him. We can trade him for more. If he, if yeah. he does if he does bad, who cares? Then we'll we'll keep him. and We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, don't I get mean that part.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make sense for why you would sell no. right now considering no. the year that he had and he was hurt and it's this again, suppressed market where teams are really like, Why mm-hmm. are we gonna why are we gonna give away the whole farm system for when we can get a guy for cheap? I mean it doesn't it doesn't make sense and that's exactly what the that's exactly the issue Jed is running into right now, um, when he's overviewing this whole off season and what to do moving
1: forward. Yeah, for sure. For sure, and I completely agree with that. One more offseason move that's been rolling around Twitter the last couple of days, which I know you're going to hate. Is you, you sold him a T-shirt, Mr. Bad News, You yeah. Darvish. Shoot him on the Cy Young. We're talking about moving yeah. him. I get that everyone's open, but, I mean, that that just can't happen, right?
2: Well, here's what I think is, listen, he's bad news, dude. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> God, I love this guy. I mean, listen, he's my favorite player. I'll be straight mm-hmm. up with him. This, mm-hmm. That's above Ian half, And he's, like, my guy. But, mm-hmm. Bad news is bad news. And, and how the way I look at it is, it, okay, it's three years. I think it's 56 or $59 million left on the deal. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to tell me is going to come in and pitch like you, Darvish, is going to pitch? And if anyone's going to say, oh, Freddie's going to be – 34, 35, 36, if you watch the games, he's not relying on the fastball. It's slider, it's cutter, it's spin, that's all it is. He brings Mm -hmm. the fastball out in the fifth and sixth inning to blow guys away. That's it, and he's still touching 98-99. The guy is a Justin Verlander. I'm not saying he's as good as peak Justin Verlander. I'm saying the skill set, the ability to hold velocity at an older age, the ability to uh, improve and develop as you age, there, has been, there is no one like it. The guy's 34 years old. He's in the Kershaw category of development, the Verlander category of development as you age. He's not one of these guys that's totally falling off the hill because he still has a fastball, and he's found a way to get guys out without relying on a fastball. So yep. who are you going to tell me he's going to come in here for the next three years if you, if you think the Cubs are going to be competitive, which I think they are. No one in the mm-hmm. Central is going to do anything. Well, I mean, who knows what happens all you have to do is get into the playoffs. 3 years for 56 million if I have that correct. Who's going to come in and pitch at that number? Then when you add on to the fact who is going to trade for a 34, 35, 36-year-old objectively, it doesn't make sense. If you can find a team that okay, is going to give you the absolute farm, absolutely listen, I get it. I know the realities of it. But unless you're getting like an absolute haul back for one of the best pitchers in the game. No, you keep one of the best pitchers of the game, considering the other talent you have on the roster. Yeah. Um,
1: It's gotta be a more, a haul haul more than a haul. An
2: absolute haul. Yeah. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. He should have won the Cy Young. And he absolutely (laughs) shoved in 2019. He was hurt in 2018 coming off the world series in 20. I mean, the guy is a stud and I will defend him through the day. I defended him as soon as he, as soon as he got here, um, there's just this this, like endearing quality to the guy. And uh, listen, he's a morale athlete too. I mean, I'm forgetting that part. The fact that he wore the bad (laughs) moods, he's an absolute Mm -hmm. morale Mm -hmm. athlete. So uh, there's only five of them in the world. Um, And um, I mean, so I'm super excited about you. It's why I didn't even, why I didn't even respond to the tweet from Jesse Rogers today because it's, it's, you know what? It's not even worth it. I'm trying not to go through speculations on Twitter every single day and ride that roller coaster because it actually gets so exhausting.
1: Um, and I don't, I don't think that's it. how, I don't think that's how Jed wants to start either. His first yeah, big absolutely. move is going to be shut up away a top three pitcher in the league. I no.
2: If unless you get an absolute haul back, yeah. you do not trade bad news, period. Yeah. To the point, ask Christian Yelichet, and he'll say the same thing. Actually, he'll say trade him for literally a bag of balls because I never want to face that guy the rest of my career, and it's why he's been ducking me. It's why he's been ducking me. <laughs> and all you Brewers fans know, all you Brewers fans know, the guy's been ducking me for the last, whatever, two years, and I swear to God, he's going to wear the bad news shirt one day. He's hey.
3: gonna wear the bad news.
1: That's all I'm over, right?
2: It's gonna be the best hey. day of my life, and I might retire from quarter after
3: that. No, no <laughs> one needs no one needs help facing you. They
2: don't. <laughs> they don't. Clearly. No, but oh.
3: speaking on that, I mean, as a team that faces you guys the most out of out of the season, outside of you know maybe Garrett Cole, there's no one that is gonna shove harder than than you. Darvish has against us. I mean, yeah. if you guys, if you. As a as a team that faces you the most, if you guys got rid of him, I I would be I would be dancing, you know. And he's a game changer.
2: He's a game changer simply in the fact that he will strike you out. That that's it. It's not even about just plowing. It's it's not even the fact of like getting ground balls and weak contact. He will just strike you out and then it's over. And it's it's mm-hmm. the great equalizer in baseball. And it's why he is an absolutely exceptional talent and why he has to cons- consistently to this point in time, be considered one of the best pitchers in the game because of Mm -hmm. those talents. You got Bauer, you have Garrett Cole, you have, I mean, I know I'm going to forget a bunch of guys, but when you have a guy who can just strike you out and sit you back down on the bench, it's an absolute equalizer and it changes the game. Mentally mentally and physically for your
1: opponent. 100%, for sure. For sure. So moving in a little bit more into the season, I mean, there's not – too much to talk about yet with the off season still going on, but there's just so many question marks going around. And I feel like I see people more like against the Cubs. They're with their chances. I think um, people forgetting that we're still the defending division champs, three out of five with the world series mixed in there. I mean, there's I don't think there's any way we're an underdog going in this year. No, unless something, I mean, unless something crazy changes. I, I,
2: unless you Brewers fans have this plan where you're going to do all this stuff in the off season. I mean, you're, you're selling off practically everyone. Um, I, I, you you tell me. I I don't see where the Cardinals make this big jump. No. The the Dick Ballers are losing power. The uh, <laughs> the Pirates are terrible, and the Chicago Cubs won the division with having an absolutely terrible season from their top players. Javier Baez literally played like a division three baseball player, <laughs> trying to play in the major leagues. Chris Bryant was hurt all year. Wilson Contreras wasn't very well, wasn't very good. Kyle Schwarber played terrible, my left field for life. And they still got it done. Granted, sixty game season, I get it, I understand. But top to bottom, the Cubs still have a lot of talent, and I don't see why they should be counted out for any chance to win the division. I mean, again, we'll see what happens. We'll see what roster decisions are made. But the fact that the Cubs still have the players they have, they have the pitching set that they have, with Bad News, with Kyle Hendricks, with Burt, who absolutely shoved in 2020, and I can't wait to uh, see him do mm-hmm. again. Alec Mills still has no hitter. We'll see who else fills the the rest of that rotation. I know Jed was talking about having this, like, really deep rotation considering guys are going to have to get stretched out again from only making 11 or 12 starts in 2020.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, you know, I, I I think the talent's there. Do I think we're the best team in the National League? No, but – the talent's absolutely there to win the division if you get the right guys going. And if you get everyone moving in the right direction, you get the morale pumping. And then it just becomes uh, Cubs and Four all the way to where Ian Happ's literally going to be screaming Cubs and Four in the dugout. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how you're going to lose. I don't know how you're going to lose with that. When you have when you literally have morale athletes in the dugout who, who are like morale athletes to the core, I, I don't know how you lose. I'm sorry, Brewers fan. It's just, it's
3: just, a fact, man. it's just, it. you can't looking, say that about you
2: know. other brewers. You can't say that about your brewers players. No. I can tell, I can tell you right now, Ian Happ is going to be screening Cubs and four in the dugout on home runs. And I just don't, you, you can't equate those things. So um, yeah, you get, if we get moving in the right direction, guys start playing well. There's no reason to count out the goddamn Chicago Cubs.
4: For sure. I would, I would say our only morale player is uh, Brent Suter.
2: Okay, fair he's,
4: enough. He's he's the wild one in the dugout, but that's really all we got. That's the thing, though. Like, but hey, he, Matt, hey,
2: I don't mean to rain on your parade, but it's Brent Suter.
4: Now you know exactly. what I'm saying.
2: Brent Suter. God bless you, but it's Brent
4: the, Suter. the the Harvard grad who throws 86. Yeah, yeah. he works though. Yeah, he does work fast. But on the contrary, I mean, the Brewers were just as bad offensively this past season as the Cubs. I mean, we were, our stats were like equal. I mean, yeah. Yelich was just awful. Everyone else underachieved. I mean, I think if we, if both our squads next year hit, like they're supposed to, obviously you guys have a better pitching staff. I would think, um, right now, I mean, I think it should be a competitive division next year, I mean, when at you least have, between us and the Cardinals.
3: When you have Daniel Vogel back a bat and clean up for you in a yeah. playoff game, you know, that's never, that's never an ideal <laughs> yeah. situation, but I mean, That's
2: uh, such a unit though.
3: He is. yeah. Man, I mean, he ended up being our our best hitter at He's the end a, of the year. I mean, that guy's
2: the man, dude. He's the man. It's just he literally same. looks like a six a uh, sixteen inch. I know you guys not, might not be from Chicago, but for anyone who listens to this, to this from the city, he literally looks like a guy that plays on signature, uh, the signature sixteen inch softball team. Uh, that plays at Majewski and Mount Prospect. If there's any Chicago <laughs> listeners, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> he plays in the major leagues and he hits fourth for the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> yeah. That's
4: funny.
3: Oh, no, well, but I mean, speaking on, on behalf of the Brewers, like you're talking about if, if anyone in the division makes a, a big splash, um, Stearns in the past has, uh, I mean, obviously the Yellow trade and signing Kane was the biggest yeah. one of his career. But other than that, I mean, it's just been like kind of these, Jed Jerko signings and you know Daniel Vogelbach and we have the in my opinion we have you know a, a pretty good pitching staff we obviously have Williams and Hayter at the end of the game yeah. so that if we can just get it to them you know we're 99% chance we're going to win but I mean same situation you guys were in last year our, the guys who are supposed to lead our offense Yelich and Hira end up at 200 and it's just you know it's, if that doesn't change we're going to be under 500 for sure but I don't know well, I mean,
2: unless I mean, and I know what I'm saying is ridiculous. Unless Christian gets the monkey off, uh, unless he gets bad news off, oh his no, back. he will. And I mean, that's, unless, that's a unless, given. No, I mean, and he, I mean, and he lives up to it and says, "Yeah, I messed up." I mean that. I mean that thing's. I'm not saying he's not gonna have a like. He's not gonna have a good year next year. I mean, he's a great player, but if he really wants to take it to the top and he really wants to win a championship for the Milwaukee Brewers, he'll put on the bad news shirt.
3: <laughs> I ended, right, if, you, if you want he wants to win on? a
2: championship for the milwaukee birds i'm giving you guys an out i'm yeah. giving you guys an out i shouldn't even be doing this i'm giving you guys an out but if he really wants to win a championship he'll put it on if Tom. he wants this to live with him for the rest of his career then he's just going to keep ducking me and big league in me and i know he sees it and he's eventually <laughs> the, he's eventually going to have to answer the bell he's eventually going to have to answer the bell
3: Dom, I'm gonna DM him tonight, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, listen, I interviewed your friend Dom, um, and I, I am your biggest fan, Mr. Yelich. We will win a championship if you put on bad news shirt. Just do it. We'll take some pictures. Just do
2: it,
3: and we'll see. We'll see where uh, that leads let's us. Yeah, just do it. If he yeah.
2: wants to, if he wants to win it, I'm not saying he will win a championship. If okay. he wants a chance it's to just- win a championship, coming from a guy who has won a championship."
3: Yes. Yes. Uh, if Brent doesn't win championships, championship, I
2: think you would listen to me.
3: Yeah. Uh, put on Dom. the bad
2: news shirt, and I will. I will lay off him. I will put it to bed. I will put it to bed for the rest of my Twitter career. Now, will I, almost. Will I still tweet about him? Yes, but it will be in an endearing <laughs> way. It will be yeah. in, in an endearing way, like we're boys, because we are yeah. boys.
0: <laughs> for for a second there, Dom, it kind of sounded like you were almost like cursing him. Where it's like if he doesn't put the shirt on, he'll never do it. Oh
2: yeah, I mean that, that's that's exactly a, that's what a curse. He was he was cursed. The boogeyman of bad news oh, literally no. made him die. tweet. I I mean made him hit 205. I mean it's um I, uh, what else am I supposed to say? Yeah, he, he had a terrible year and uh, just I mean hey man, this is coming from an outsider's perspective. He just didn't look the same. And, you know, when you don't have your vibe and you know that if you strike out three times a game, you're going to get bad news tweets at you on Twitter or
3: Instagram.
2: (laughs) That's a tough thing to deal with. So, again, I'm giving him the out. I'm giving him the opportunity to repent for his sins, to figure out, you know, come clean. And it's right there in front of him. So if you want to DM him, let him know. Again, he will eventually answer the bell. And he will answer the bell to me. Not only bad news, but to me. But if you want to get out of it earlier, just put on the bad news shirt and we'll put it to bed.
3: Yeah. I think that's a fair trade-off, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. your your talent. Get your talent back. Just have to wear a T-shirt. Yeah.
2: And I don't need to keep rambling about this, but the other thing is he he has this tendency to tweet things out and then he deletes it. It's like, if you're going to tweet something, just stand by it. So like why like why do you have to take yourself so seriously just live with what's going on the fact that he deleted the tweet made it look so much worse and and it gave me the opportunity to you know uh rag on him even more so again maybe he has to do a little bit more thinking when it comes out he has to be a little bit more smart uh, a little smarter but it, the opportunity is there for him to uh repent for what he did
3: see Dom this is why this is why I just I hate to love you because you're doing awesome. You're doing awesome things for a team that I hate. I mean, you, you literally got in the, you literally got in the head of who I thought was the best player in baseball. I mean, you, you, you gave him a 204 batting average. Well,
2: I, Hey, I appreciate it. Again, I, I really do. The fact that, you know, I almost appreciate it. I, I'm not going to say more, but I, there, again, like I said before, there's a special place in our for people that cannot stand the Chicago Cubs, but they're down with some morale. Um, I do appreciate it. Thank you.
0: This is really opening my eyes to how much the power of morale really uh, really hey influences the game. <laughs> hey, man.
2: I mean, listen, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but you're, you're not going to find a more loyal group Mm-mm. of people that's going to absolutely run through a brick wall for this team than, than, than the people that follow morale. You're just not. You're just not. I don't have the most followers, but you're not going to find a more loyal fan base that are going to bow their neck, grit their teeth, and run through an absolute brick wall for this team. <laughs>
1: Dom, I've been telling these guys all along. Dom, he is—he is what we look for. When, when we're down, when the Cuse fans are down and out, when, when we need more out, we go to Dom. And I guess they really didn't get what it meant. And I, I think they're probably getting
3: it. <laughs> hey, they had, to,
2: they had to learn about it firsthand. I yep, had, they had exactly. To learn about it firsthand. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm. I know I tweet sarcastically. Sarcastically, but I do. I am a glass half full guy at heart. Someone who just, you know, what when things are going bad. I I was always taught no one feels bad for you just gut it out grit your teeth and move forward and that's kind of how I all about to work.
3: So Dom, like I said, you know I I I want what you're doing for the Brewers. I want I want to I want to. Chip that off and move it to the Milwaukee Brewers. So that so during the, during the season, now that I know that we're friends, you know, yeah, I, I am going to be on your Twitter. I am going to be in your mentions. A couple times. you were in my mentions? You <laughs> I were in was. My mentions before, um, it would not be. It would not be the first time I was in your mentions. Yeah, yeah. I know you Here. were
2: in my mentions before. You were trying yep. to talk about Christian, and then he went on to hit yep. two hundred and five. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yep.
1: So, yep. So, it be well, the first time. morning. Brent's morning up- routine is he wakes up, he thinks about the Cubs, and then he goes to your Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, fair
2: enough, man. Hey, you know, I've taken a lot of L's too. I got, I've got, i been on, well, whatever, freezing cold takes, and I feel, I've i done the whole deal too. I've been on it like five times. Sometimes it happens, um, and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: That's just part of the game, though.
3: You're not be game. right 100% of the time. He's, he's, my, he's my boy, so, you know, got to stick up for him. Fair enough. That's <laughs> fine.
2: That's fine. I would do the same thing for my guys. Do the
1: same thing for my guys. For sure. I think that's all I had to cover on the Cubs, Brent. I was going to tee it off with the Yelich sh- uh, bad news bit, but that's already been covered. Yeah, I know you got a lot of things you want to ask Mr. Dom.
3: I will be DMing him tonight. I will I will send a screenshot <laughs> to you on Twitter just to uh, for verification. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, we'll see what we so, can do about that T-shirt. Brent, you're
0: going you're gonna to send him a screenshot of Yelly not responding to you? <laughs>
3: I don't know if I mean. He knows. He I think. He knows. He knows. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's. I think he's he going to be able to. He's he going to be able to tell by the the sound of my my tweets. He's going to be like, this guy really wants a championship in Milwaukee. I better listen to him. Yeah. If anything, no. I
0: feel like. If anything, I feel like Yelly might block you.
3: Oh no, he won't do that. <laughs> no,
0: won't, no, no, no.
2: If he, he didn't. No, that. if he hasn't blocked me yet, he won't block you.
3: Okay, no, that's he, good. Uh, he no, me. he won't do that. Yeah. I won't. think he. I think he's down with your sense of humor. I just think he's trying to. You know. Yeah. The other I mean, way. listen, it was
2: the same thing with, if you all paid attention, it was the same thing with Ian. Like I was down, I was ready to get big league for another five years. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, listen, if you guys follow, I don't waver. I don't quit. I don't waver. I mean, I do the same goddamn shticks for eight years and I'm still running with them. So I'm not I'm not going anywhere, and if I'm going to be big leagued or ducked by Christian Yelich for another ten years, I'll still be here. And
1: eventually, I'll have my Dan have to answer the belt. For some background on that Ian Happ thing with Dom. Um yes. Dom had that tweet tweeting at Happ for what was it a few years, right? Dom and anyone ever? Well, I just him. I've been backing the guy to the core.
2: I mean, yep. I've, I've been literally having I've had his back for uh, years to the point where. I don't mean to go on a tangent, but in 2019, I was eating Mexican food with my family in University Village in the city. And I had to be told via Twitter that he went down to AAA. I couldn't even eat my food anymore. I had to walk out. <laughs> the fact that I was told while I was eating Mexican food with my family, that Ian Half was going down to uh, to AAA while we were, we had guys like Albert Almora and whoever, Daniel up getting big league. Mark Saguna starting. Starting 2019 yeah. on the opening day lineup, and yeah. Ian half down in the uh, you know uh, whatever. It just disgusted me, and I I never wavered to the fact that he's a great player. And now the fact that I've gotten to know him, he's even a better guy. So um, you're I, I you're have two timer on
1: his podcast, podcast, right? What do you say? You're a two timer on his podcast or three? I'm a, uh,
2: I'm a two I'm a two timer. Actually mm-hmm. funny story. I was we were in uh, after Theo after theo got uh axed not ax i'm sorry af- after he left um i would have been the third time he called me during work and i was in the middle of a meeting and i was like dude i can't do it i'll text you back and he and they already finished recording so mm. rizzo overtook me rizzo overtook me uh yesterday i'll be back soon enough to uh regain my throne um and uh, we'll keep chipping away, but yeah, they're awesome, and I'm very thankful for uh, I don't know, the opportunity to go on your podcast, uh, their podcast, as well as your podcast, guys. You oh, thank thank you. you,
1: thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw your tweet. The thing was today or yesterday that if there's one guy to do throwing you, it's, it probably should be Anthony Rizzo, huh? Yeah,
2: if there's one guy, it has to be the guy who deserves uh,
1: a, a C on his chest. Um,
2: and uh, you know. Great, great player. Hopefully he gets a statue. He is the guy who has, I mean, give you inside information. He has kind of big league me uh, over the years. He's another guy. So there's there's two more Cubs who have been big league me pretty hard. Um, he's one of them. I had to talk to Ian about that. Um, so we're, we're gonna try to get that figured out in the future. But again, if there's someone who had to dethrone me, it would be 44, the guy who deserves to see on his chest.
1: Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. For sure, Brent. You got anything else for him?
3: All right, so Dom, I want you right now to think in your head, write down on a piece of paper your prediction for the Cubs' record this year. I'm going to do the same thing for the Brewers' record. Fair. Twenty twenty-one.
2: You want me to give? You want me to tell you what the Cubs' record is going to be?
3: What your? Can I give you a
2: number? Can I give you like an over and over under number?
3: Sure, that'll work. Like,
2: like my under number. So. My number is going to be 87 wins.
3: Okay. That's I actually. Think, I
2: don't think that's too crazy. I don't think that's too crazy. I think it's pretty realistic, especially if guys, especially if we have the players that we have on the team that play well. I don't think 87 wins is is ridiculous. I think I'm actually being pretty conservative when I say that.
3: That actually is what I wrote for our best case scenario. So. and <laughs> okay, That might be. I mean, that, might be a, that might be. That might be looking. I don't. I don't know but yeah. I mean if if we want to be uh like if we want to be actually recognized as contenders and not just a team that had a couple good seasons then we need to have a good year this year where like no one expects it. If, yeah. you know but we'll see I don't know.
2: I think I think 87 wins for the Cubs would be a I think it would be, I don't want to say a pretty good year, It would, but it would be a solid year considering everything going on. But who knows if the, even 162 games are played, but I can see 87 wins mm-hmm. happening. And if the Cubs play really well and uh, the pitching staff continues to do what they do, if Burke comes in, solidifies the three or four spot, um, I think there's an absolute opportunity to get 87 wins or higher. I'm not saying the Cubs are going to run away with the division. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not being that boisterous, but I still think the Cubs have a very ample uh, and healthy opportunity to win this division and get to that win number uh, by uh, whatever, the end of September.
4: All right, Nick, what what do you got for him? Yeah, so, I mean, I think Brent covered kind of a lot of meat and potatoes there. So I was kind of wanted to ask you, how often do you make it up to Miller Park? if you
3: ever go up there. How often do I make it up to Miller Park? American Uh Family Insurance Park. Yeah, whatever. American
2: Insurance Park, Wrigley North. Um, I (laughs) have not been there in a couple of years. I will say, to give a little insight, I do like going up to Wisconsin to play golf. I'm a big golfer. There's this one course I like to go up and play. So, and I actually go up there. I'm not going to say regularly, but probably once every – I don't know two weeks I like to go up there on the weekends to play I might go up there this weekend to play if it's open um but we'll see I you know I like to support the Wisconsin economy like many other Cubs fans do um but I haven't been to Miller Park really nor specifically in probably I don't know two or three years um okay. you know but I mean it's a nice ballpark it's a, you know it's it's a it's a nice park. I think they could do a better job with the line, lighting at night and when they close the place. But you know, nice park, nice atmosphere. Um, you know, a lot of Cubs fans. I I can't really complain.
3: Well, hey, next time you're in Wisconsin, I mean, stop at a subway and buy some footlongs. Like I said, we could really use a for, uh, third baseman here coming up. <laughs> get some footlongs yeah. and
2: get the season tickets, and uh, yeah, you know, sure. and, buy
3: it all. Uh, buy it all.
2: Maybe I'll start giving them away too on Twitter. Maybe I can start doing promotions. I just, I'll just eat Brewers, Subway, will we'll love that. I'll we'll love Subway that. for the rest of 2020, going into 2021 to start the season. I'll just do like a giveaway, a uh, Brewers season ticket giveaway because I ate like 50 Subway sandwiches. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I can get some more followers or something. Who knows. Yes.
3: Also, we can sign Jed Jerko to a two-year extension. Yep. <laughs> you know what? You rip on
2: Jed. I would love to have Jed Jerko if I was the Cubs.
3: No, honestly, I I, I do respond him, but he's he did, not a uh, bad player. He did end up producing probably outside of uh, Vogelback. Him and Vogelback were really the only ones who really you guys just get some Midwest
2: tournament. meat in there, and you yeah. guys just get it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. We no. signed Daniel Descalso and then kept him on the roster to pay him in 2020. I mean we yeah, crazy. I mean, I'll take that. I'll take Jen Jerko all day.
3: Will you take Eric Sogard by chance?
2: Um, so- that's actually funny because I remember when the Brewers signed Eric Sogard. I had so many Brewers fans in my mentions like, "Oh, you guys can't even afford him. You guys, it's like, did he even have a good year in 2020?
3: Has um, he had a good year? Has he had a good year ever?" Okay. Yeah, you can do that. That's <laughs> my point. It's literally
2: like you guys signed Eric Sogard, and you guys tried to dump on me so hard. No, like,
3: you you will not. I am the biggest anti Eric Sogard guy. From- yeah, I mean,
2: I'm 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 anti big leaguers who hit for no power and just put the ball in play all the time. That's not what I want. I want guys who absolutely hit tanks. That's why I love my left
0: fielder. Yeah. Okay, so um, last question here. Yeah, off baseball, off baseball. Yeah, Are you – this is the first part of it. Are you a Chicago everything fan, like basketball, football, all that? So,
2: yeah, but I, I'll i have to admit, and I've said this on Twitter, like to the point now where I – I mean, when you're – I'm thinking about the Cubs all the time, like honestly. Yeah. And I don't even have – I don't even have time to really like watch – football or the bulls or the bears or i mean god bless hockey like i can't watch hockey and i mean honestly (laughs) my life is now like work twitter and golf and that's like it and um so no i i really don't have the time but i will say though if there's ever like morale moments, like Mitch coming back, redemption arc, Mitch, like the the game against the Packers, which I thought he could come back and win. I know you guys are probably Packers fans, but I live for that stuff. I live for redemption arcs, and uh, if Mitch is going to be that guy, I know you guys are probably laughing. I'm not even trying to pop him up, but you give me you give me a morale story uh, like Mitch, and I'm and I'm totally down for it. So that's kind of the extent of what's going on. I'll never hey. say I'm a diehard Bears fan.
0: No. Okay. Uh, Twitter working golf sounds like the dream. First of all, mm-hmm. um, do you keep up with, have you been keeping up at all? I guess probably not, but with Illinois is uh, their college basketball season at all. So, um, so
2: yeah, but the problem is I, I am a, a Northwestern fan to the core. I mm. am like deep from birth. Um, not, I mean, it's not like we have this like historic, you know, uh, whatever athletic program, but, um, Family went there. I know a lot of people who work there, know the coaches there, and I am, uh, you know, I bleed purple. And, again, I, I do appreciate what Illinois has done. It's not that I don't like Illinois uh, athletics, but, I mean, it's awesome that they have a good basketball team. But I, I bleed purple, Chris Collins, uh, Coach Fitz, and, um, yeah, that's the extent of my uh, college fandom besides the school I went to.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was I was just trying to see where uh, the rest of your fandom lies and honestly that was the biggest surprise to me. So Yeah,
2: Northwestern, uh, I believe purple.
0: I love go it. North go Northwestern in the in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but- go cat. I mean,
2: yeah, it's, actually <laughs> uh, you know what? That's actually a good uh question because I would say I like if there's another thing I watch it's probably Northwestern athletics. I literally pay for Ooh. I watch a lot of YouTube during the week, like that's primarily what I watch. Um, and I literally pay for Comcast so I can watch Big Ten Network to watch Northwestern sports. It's really it. Yeah. So and Marquee
1: Network obviously. Yeah. That's something our viewers can learn because I've been following you for probably four or five years, Dom. I I, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I love
2: the yeah, Cats for dude. sure. It's so cool. Big weekend. Maybe they can pull off the upset. They, they, yeah, hey, maybe. Ten <laughs> weekend, twice <laughs> in three years. Twice in three years.
4: Hey, so, hey Dom. What would it take for you to lift the curse off of Wisconsin sports against Northwestern? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, we, are, we are cursed. We are cursed, no, especially in football.
3: I think it's wrapped up with the Yelich thing. If if we just get the it's bad all, news okay. shirt on, yeah, all right. It's, it's I mean, there's thing. a lot. No, I but,
2: mean, again, I don't mean to keep toot my own horn, but there's a lot riding <laughs> on this guy, and I I really like I like Christian i do i think it's great what he's done for california i like the way he carries himself except for the fact that he that he rips on you and then deletes his tweet like all these other things um if there's a lot riding on him and you know who knows what the packers do this year again i don't really pay oh much no, no 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 Do uh <laughs> do nfl but um who knows, man? It, there's a lot riding on him. I know he likes to go hang out with Giannis and whoever. I mean, they haven't won a championship. I mean, who knows? They just signed an extension. I mean, I'm just saying a lot riding on him. So, so we'll see. We'll see. But, again, eventually, I guarantee it, he will have to answer the bell. It is going to happen. We will meet face-to-face, and he will have to answer
0: the bell. Answer the bell. It will happen. Yeah. Okay. We Brent, need to get Ali getting... in that shirt ASAP. Yeah, Brent. we'll
3: see. We'll see what the ill Twitter DM has to has to. Or do else Brent that. is screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think
4: yeah, this Brent.
1: mission accomplished. Um, we, we even got Brewer fans telling Yelich to put, put the bad new shirt on. <laughs>
2: hey, dude. I. You know what? There's something about morale. There's something there is. <laughs> about morale. It's Boy, hey, man. It,
3: the guy it's was the guy, here. the guy was guaranteeing a championship if he puts it on. So, no. Yeah, okay. no, he no. No, didn't don't it. he it didn't out. guarantee it. <laughs> no,
2: no, I gave he you the opportunity it. to win a championship. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm giving, I'm giving sure. you the opportunity.
3: And that no more right. and no more 204 batting average. We'll raise it No that more
2: 205 there. batting average. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not.
1: Nope. Yeah. Oh, well done. I think, I, think a, I speak for all for all Cubs fans, for all of Cub Nation. Uh we love you and we re- we want you to keep it up, man. And we and thank we, we thank you for, for what you do on Twitter absolutely thank you for having me on this was actually very
2: enjoyable i've done i don't know countless podcasts and uh, it actually was fun to talk to fans from other teams and you know what sometimes you just need to have a little conversation you can bring people together and hopefully we did that tonight this is really where uh, this
0: is really where you can see that you know instead of just beefing with the other side like oh they want the same thing we do so <laughs> exactly i'm just there
2: making jokes dude i'm just making jokes that's exactly. all it is i'm just joking exactly. around that's all it is well thanks again guys i appreciate it
0: yeah thank you very thank much you. Though, for coming on here this is awesome. awesome
2: i'll see you in the mentions Dom. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks Dom. absolutely i'll be looking for you like this <laughs> me you know yep awesome we'll thanks a lot man all right, all right i'll talk to you guys later see ya yeah. Yeah. all right later
1: man. Good one. that was one the coolest thing ever